Welcome back, boys and girls. Season 4, 2021, college football season. Pick Your Poison is back. We are back in a big way, coming off a big 2020 season. Fuck COVID, it's over. We are here, live, in person, full stadiums, ready to roll. Pick Your Poison has hit a bit of a rough stretch here recently. Your host here, Rebs Bagman, in person. However, sadly, my co-host... Pullman Profiteer has found himself currently behind the bars in the clink. We're going to give him a call here right now. Hello. <laughs> Pullman, what's going on, brother? Well, first of all, my, my lawyer asks, uh, I have to ask in my life. <laughs> Is your lawyer over your shoulder right now? Live the tape. No, he, hey, you know me, I take good notes. So give us your story here. Where, where are you sitting right now, Pullman? Well, of course. I retired from gambling um, after winning 50 units last year. You're welcome, Who could Pullman forget? disciples, pick your poison listeners, here and abroad. So I retired, um, and then allegedly for my parole officer, with um, 27 months left on my sentence, which we will not talk about now. We're past that. Apparently, from the dates of January 5th to January 7th, my uh, ankle monitor went offline, and uh, my officer just couldn't get in contact with me. So, um, apparently, that just means I have to serve the remaining tenants here uh, out in Washington State. Washington State Penitentiary in, in Walla Walla, Washington. I advise everyone to go look that up. It comes up, actually, as a, uh, it's a Mormon church if you Google it, but Pullman's behind bars, so... We had to bring in some ringers here. Back live and in the flesh, we got Boomer. He caused a little bit of controversy with all of his anti-vaxxing uh, stances, but he's back live and in the flesh. Boomer, say what's up. Hey, I'm glad to be back, boys. Ready to run some money. And then, because of all of our troubles we've had, uh, we've gotten into financial issues, had to bring in some some northeast, northwest Arkansas money, some Tyson chicken money. We got here live and in person, our Arkansas specialist, Bert. Welcome on, Bert. It's good to be here, Free Pullman. But also add a couple more things. Uh, one, I wanted to address the coup on Twitter and the people texting me to back me with my own podcast. We will do that if I get less than five minutes per episode that I demand. But right now, we're in good standing. So everyone out there who's pro-coup, we're all good right now. Are you speaking? Um, so pro-coup, would that be to the disciples? Yes. So You know... You know I have to speak to the disciples, otherwise they might act up. So you, you and from a history, historical standpoint, which uh, disciple led a coup? Uh, well, that would be Judas. And uh, if you look at the holy Instagram account, that would be uh, Reb Spagman. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else before we hop into these games? No, let's jump in. Uh, yeah, leading off with LSU at UCLA. UCLA is a home dog of three points over under 65. Pullman from the clink. What you got? So you're telling me Ed Orgeron, with an average quarterback that we know, with the roster that's overhyped, you know, some people are saying it's good, but we still have questions about, is going against Chip Kelly at home with a really good roster who's been starting together for three years. Yeah, I'm taking UCLA plus the points at home. Edo is just... I, I can't believe he's still a coach, honestly. He got lucky holding on to that job. I think if he lost to Ole Miss last year, he's done. But this is UCLA. Give me the points. Easy three at home. 
Hmm. I don't know. Well, number one, you said they're at home. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more LSU fans in the Rose Bowl than there will be UCLA fans. LSU's going to travel like hell out there. They're displaced. They are displaced. Yeah, that's true. They, they literally cannot yeah. be in their homeland. They've got to go somewhere. They might as well follow the LSU bus all the way to La La Land. Hey, that's true. But honestly, some of them, as happened to me, when you cross the Rockies, your, your past will catch up with you. And if I know anything about the LSU fan base, they have priors. <laughs> that's de- well, yeah, I'm sure you've met a few in the clink. Uh, that is, but like, they have been practicing, I think, in Houston all week. Like, I don't know what the hell that's going to do. I have LSU in this game. I watched UCLA just run the ball down Hawaii's throat last week. I don't think they'll be able to do that against LSU. That quarterback for UCLA looked like trash. Uh, I think he only completed like seven passes in that game. Not that he really needed to. But I don't know. Give me the talent of LSU traveling out west. I don't trust Chip Kelly even in his visor. I don't really trust Ed Orgeron either. But I don't know. I, a big theme of my week one betting is kind of throw the, the teams like LSU, um, Penn State, the teams that kind of sucked last year in the COVID season. Give them a fresh, clean state. Don't let that like bog down your memory and bog down your betting habits. Bat- hey, as a, as a guy who won 50 units last year, I am not going to forget last season. <laughs> Boomer, what do you got on this? Um, well, I guess my first question for you is, what, what type of guy is Ed Orgeron? Uh, dirty, rotten scoundrel? Well, that too, but he's a rah-rah guy. He is. And I think with this hurricane, I think he's going to get the boys going. Oh, yeah. This, and be is, like, like a, hey. this is like a us versus everyone type yeah, thing. Us yeah, versus no. everyone and a hurricane. And you know, and a lot of those players are from, from that area, oh, affected yeah. by the hurricane. I think they're going to be fired up and wanting to show out for their home state. And so I'm going to take LSU minus three on this. I love it. I love it. Bert? I'm, I'm right there with Boomer right there. I mean, think about uh, – uh, the New Orleans Saints, post-Katrina. They mm-hmm. went out won a Super Bowl. That's why I've got another Louisiana team later on in the show that I think is going to do well. I'm going I'm going LSU minus three. I'm sorry, Pullman. Uh, hope you don't get shanked tonight, though. Yeah, yeah. So that's hashtag Pullman. fade Pullman. Yeah, hashtag fade Pullman. I guess you probably aren't able to get a lot of uh, detailed previews in the in the clink, but it's the three-verse-one no, crew I, I, here. I mean, I'm in the – I bribe my way into the good pin. I got uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, I got two hours of internet a day, so that's enough just to do research and watch the All-20s. Did you just show the guards that you won 50 units last season and they were like, all right, we'll take him to the – or show, like, the judge that you won 50 units and he sent you off to the fancy facility? Well, the beautiful thing is the prison is very close to Pullman, so I didn't have to mention any of it. <laughs> and you get to call into all the call-in shows for Pullman, Pullman Radio Talk Live. Oh, I have the local AM uh, Washington State channel. Don't be worried about that. All right. So what's your uh, what's your next game you got for us? All right. The second bet is just total drunk play of the system play. I love the plus like 380s to plus 420 bets or plus like 475 bets, um, especially at home, power five teams. Give me Arizona hosting BYU and then give me the points plus twelve and a half. Also, I'm catching him at plus three seventy. Not so fast, um, buddy. I oh. think BYU. I think BYU is just depleted after that last season. Um, I think talent wise as well. I think that last season, the way they played, the let's do it anywhere kind of thing. They sustained probably more injuries than anyone else in college football last year. Um, I love Arizona with the coaching change. It's very Clark Lee esque, where everything you're hearing is rose colored petals. But sometimes that wins you week one games like Mike Chalik's last year. So my pick is Arizona plus 370. 
Arizona plus 12 and a half. Oh, and I was going to say, not so fast. I believe this game is in Vegas. And I, I don't know, I kind of think these BY boys are going to get a taste of the wildlife, and then they're going to play like some wild <laughs> boys. So, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take them minus the twelve and a half here. See Pullman, I'm I'm with you against Boomer here. Number one, it, like you said, coaching change. Kevin Sumlin out. Aretta out. Sumlin, I I used to be a Kevin Sumlin, Sumlin truther. I figured out about two years ago he was not the case. He is probably the worst coach in college football history. Yeah, he's a big dum-dum. Any sort of change from there is going to be good. And are you telling me the Mormons are going to take over Vegas and have any fun? Or is Arizona, you know, their fan base going to take over Vegas and win? But I don't know. Are they going to have too much fun? I had to say you got my brain in a pretzel. be like Ole Miss in Atlanta in 2014 when we got boat raced by TCU because we stayed out all night. That's very good. The Mormons are going to be good boys and go in. Hey, hey, They're going to soak at night. Talking. Yeah, they'll play, soak and, and play, sure. play in the morning. Say what? Let's not compare the fans of Texas Cocaine University and BYU. That's very true, too. I don't know. I feel like the, the BYU guys are either going to go and just, like, soak their life away and stay out super late, or they're just going to stick true to their Mormonism and go to bed early, be ready to roll the next day. But I don't know. It's a coin toss, first game of the season. We'll see. Also, um, I did read uh, – I'm on Arizona here as well on that money line, plus 375. I saw that BYU is uh, returning the least amount of – they have the least Production. amount of returning productivity in the entire NCAA. So, I don't know. First game, that's a lot to overcome. I know Arizona sucked last year, but I don't know. Give me the new coach and, and some actual returning players, not just a bunch of new dudes. Bert, you got anything on this game? I got nothing on this game. Just like uh, my namesake, the head coach of Illinois, I'm used to 11 a.m. kickoffs. I'm usually too drunk and asleep by Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, Pullman. Well, that's it for today. You got anything else for us before you uh, head back to your cell? Uh, no, boys, stay frosty. Uh, this Crampton Bowl is shit, but I can't wait for real football tomorrow night. Montgomery, Alabama, baby, home of shit football. But yeah, absolutely, real football tomorrow. We'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be with you in spirit. Talk to you later. Shout out, disciples. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, fun times for Pullman. There, he gets to gets to see life on the outside. Yeah, a little, little, little taste of freedom. Yeah, a little Shawshank Redemption. Hope is a good thing. But all right, Boomer, take us into our real slate here, getting into some real games, starting off on Thursday. What you got for us? All right, so we're gonna kick it off with Ohio State versus Minnesota. Minnesota's catching fourteen, totals at sixty-three. Bagman, what you got? So this is one of those lines that almost seems like a little too juicy for me. I see Ohio State. Only giving up 14. I know it's at Minnesota, but Minnesota sucked last year. P.J. Fleck has been pretty mediocre, I'd say at best. I know Ohio State's breaking in a new quarterback, but they got talent all over the field. It's very trappy for me here, so I, I might wait and live bet this game, but I've really got nothing so far. Burt, you got anything for this game? Yeah, I got a little something. Um, I think it's classic case of Ohio State thinking they're uh, way better than they are. Minnesota returns a lot of people. Uh, I know they're missing big name in Rashad Bateman. I'm a big P.J. Fleck guy, as mm, Boomer would know. Interesting. Uh, he's got that Christian Brothers Little Rock Catholic High School vibe on the sidelines. With he the, does. With the button down in the tie. Uh, not only does that allow you to excel in academics, you excel in athletics as well. So give me Minnesota plus 14. Um, so for me on this game, I, I kind of think Ohio State. It's like it's almost like Alabama at this point. Yeah. Fucking don't think about it. Take them. They'll they'll they will cover. 
I kind of don't like how I've taken all three favorites so far, but yeah. you know what? I'm just going to stick to my gut here. This uh, is take Ohio State like I said, 14. a little trappy. You know, you two guys, Joe Public's over here. I'm sure, or no, we got PJ Fleck. We got PJ yeah, Fleck PJ on one Fleck. side. Boomer, I mean, the boat, did, the boat did not row last year. The boat did People not forget. row. Ohio State is getting 81% of the bets right now on the action app, and the line has not moved. It's stuck at 14. Game's tomorrow, so that's that's not much time to move here. I think this is a little trappy. I think Minnesota's going to come to play. Mark me down for Minnesota, catching 14. I might even buy the half point to get it up to 14.5, catch the hook. So... It's the it's the bag man and Burt versus Boomer here on this one. J- Joe the, Public got to be right every once in a while. Every once in a while, but more often than not, Vegas wins out. Take us to our next one. All right, so next game we got is Penn State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's minus five and a half. Totals at fifty. Uh, Burt, how about you lead us off here? So we got returning quarterbacks on each one, but uh. 50 points, that's a lot. Big 10, first game. Their offense, there's no way they're ready to play quite yet. Just looking at how they ended the last, the end of the year, both Penn State and Wisconsin, not very good offensively. I'm going under 50, my first under of the year, and I can't wait to watch it. 11 a.m., Big 10 to start the season, that just screams under. I love that pick. I talked about this earlier with LSU having a shitty season last year. Penn State was in the same boat. They were terrible. I think they lost their first like four first, games. First five games. First five games last year. They were horrible. They didn't really play a tough schedule either. So I think that's kind of baked into this line. I think it's a pretty much an even game here. I know it's in Wisconsin. They're going to be jumping around in, in what is it, Dope Campbell Stadium or whatever it is up there. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. But I think Penn State's going to come ready to play. James Franklin's going to be a little fired up after sucking it up last year. I'll take the Nittany Lions catching five and a half. I don't want a money line. Give me the five and a half points. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, like Burt said, and they're going to squeak out a not a win, but a cover of the five and a half. Yeah, well, so like or like you said, Penn State opened up zero and five. However, they did win their last four games. They kind of found something there, yep. and like Burt said, they are, are returning their quarterback. They also have a new uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, I believe the guy from Texas. Okay. However, they are playing against a tough defense. I think Wisconsin wins the game, however, does not cover. Hey. I'm going to go with Penn State here. I like it. I like it. In the same mindset there. Boom. All right. What do we got next? All right. So next next we've got we got Bert, Bert's team. we got Rice for, at Arkansas. Arkansas is minus 19.5, over under 50.5. Bert's old team. Uh, we're going Rice here. Goodness gracious. So Arkansas has got a big game next week against Texas. This is a has look ahead written all over it, but I don't know rice. I don't know anything about rice. I'm gonna go with the over of 49 and a half. I like the KJ Jefferson. What do you call him, Bert? Little the Cam, next Cam Newton. Little Cam Newton. He's gonna be slinging it all over the field. Uh, Traylon Burks gonna be catching multiple touchdowns. I think Arkansas's defense is pretty salty, but I think they just kind of take their foot off the gas towards the end. Give me the over just for a fun SEC over to start it off. Bert, I don't know. Anything about either team here? I mean, I know y'all were like okay last year, like pretty good year for Pittman's first year. How about you give me a brief, just preview of what y'all look like as a team, and then give me your pick, and I'll I'll follow accordingly. Of course, uh, it all is on the shoulders of our two hundred and forty-five pound wife beater wearing beast in KJ Jefferson. Is that uh, baby Cam? Baby Cam. Dude. Baby Cam. Baby Cam Jefferson. Who, who, who just got? cut in the NFL? 
This is college cam. <laughs> to clarify, we're talking college cam. Uh, KJ Jefferson is vaccinated. That does not affect his <laughs> affect his status going into the game. Rice, they are going with a two quarterback system, a very Chad Morris esque mm. system here. So uh, Arkansas consistent defense, and every single COVID senior is returning this year on the defensive side of the ball. Plus we have headhunter Jalen Catalan. This two-quarterback two system, I don't think we're going to be confused by it. More so, I think they're going to be more confused. No rhythm for the Rice offense. Kind of scared about the start. Traylon Burks, a little nugget here, most likely not playing. Oh. I think that affects the line a little bit. That's spicy. I took the um, over. It might yeah, have to change it to the Makes under. it a little spicy. Right now, not too sold on a certain bet right here, but I will take the under 50 and a half. I think the Hogs stop Rice. I yep. think we struggled to get out of the gate. Uh, and, and, you know, normal begin the season fashion, new quarterback. But give me give me the under, 50 and a half. Two straight unders for me. I like it. I like I, that. Switch mine to the under. I don't want the over anymore. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think we're going to have three unders here because – Juicy. Well, I, I kind of like it, or not only for, like, the reasons y'all said, but also uh, Arkansas is going to be playing Texas next week. And they're playing a much inferior opponent this week. So, like, they, they know they – offense. Yeah, like, so, like, I mean, please tell me they were they have not watched any Texas film – Getting oh, ready. They definitely have. Definitely, definitely focused have. on the so Texas like, game. So, like, I mean, I, I think they're going to win this game. I think they'll win by 14 or 17 points. Yeah. They'll win it easily, very comfortably. However, I don't think uh, I, I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored. I would go Rice, but I'm just going to be safe and just go with the under on this one. I like that. Uh, Bert, let me ask you something. Do hogs eat rice? We do not <laughs> eat rice. We are red meat only. Uh, okay. I wasn't sure if that got mixed in there. That would be a very, I mean, that'd be well, a telltale sign of making d- duck hunting, though. Ducks eat rice. Ducks live in Arkansas. Oh, and or they hang out very there. true. Stuttgart, Arkansas. I'm sorry for all our Stuttgart disciples. Rice, capital of the world. <laughs> Did not think about that one. I was trying to make some some connect some dots there, but nothing. nothing to all right. Bad. Well, so Jesus, all the under. three unders. I don't know if that's ever happened on the pod before. No, not big unders. We're guys. a little timid to start the year. All right. So next we've. Got uh, Indiana at Iowa. Iowa's minus three and a half. Tails at forty-five and a half. Bagman, what you, what you thinking here? It was two thirty on Saturday. Staying with my theme. Indiana had one of the best years in their program history last year. Went six and one. Got Michael Penix back. Everyone's kind of remembering them as, and they're ranked in the top twenty-five for the first time, like ever. Everyone's riding high off that weird year last year. No, no, no. I'm not buying into it. No way you go into Iowa City where they're looking up at the kids at, at halftime or whenever, waving to the sick little kids, giving them all, getting that positive energy, positive vibes. You don't roll into Iowa and and walk out with a win. I know it's three and I'm going to lay three and a half. That's that's I, I could see a cover there without a win, but I'll lay the three and a half. I don't know. I think Indiana's overrated this year, overhyped. Too much of last year. Give me the, the steady Eddie Iowa Hawkeyes at their home stadium. Bert, what you thinking? I'm against Bagman right now. We got our first head-to-head matchup here. Ooh, Indiana, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I know we got a couple reps here on the podcast. They love their Ole Miss. Thought Indiana sucked in December, but I'm all about the returning quarterbacks this year. That's my theme for today is the and returning he, and he quarterbacks. Was, he was, and he was out when uh, yeah. he played He was Ole Miss. out. little nugget that I totally skipped over. I'm going to go with Indiana. I kind of like that there. I mean – so I can't remember what the guy's name is, but I, I did hear he is like the number five overall quarterback. Michael like, Penix. Yeah, uh, Indiana, pr- projected. Yeah. Fantastic I name. I don't know what the injury, what he was out for for our game, but he, he like 
hurt. He had like a, I think he tore his ACL or it was something serious. Yeah, so I mean, so I'm interested to see how he's going to look. So I'm not going to put a whole lot of weight into that because no one, no one really knows. But also, I think Iowa's going to be rocking. That's a tough play to, place to play in general. Yep. And also, that place was shut, shut the hell down yep. during COVID. They're going to be back. They're going to be rocking. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the home favorite here. Iowa minus three and a half. A lot of these places are going to be, you know, these big college campuses with big tailgating and big atmospheres. It's going to be their first time back in these stadiums. They're going to be absolutely rocking. I'm not saying the home teams are going to dominate this week. I took Penn State against Wisconsin, but I, I do think that will play more of a factor than just a normal opening weekend of college football. It's going to be balls to the wall, lights out for these fans. I think that's also something to watch out for in week two. These these uh, teams that have played like uh, destination games, kind of. So that like they're going to be playing at home, but for also need to time. yeah also need to remember that they're also this is their yeah. first like full capacity game in a while. Absolutely. All right, Boomer, take us into our next bet. All right, so next, in Atlanta, we've got Bama versus Miami. Miami is plus 19, totals at 61 and a half. What you thinking here? So, this is the warm-up act to the big the big game in Atlanta on Monday night. But so I have the under of 61 and a half here, under 62. So Normally, you just take Bama on, in these games. They're absolute money in openers against out-of-conference teams in these neutral site games. But they, they lost so much productivity on offense. I don't really trust Bryce Young. I bet on Bama multiple times last year when they were up by like 25 against like Missouri. He would come in and not be able to do shit as a quarterback and just blow my cover on for Bama, so that a little bit of salt there, but I also just don't think that they lose all their receivers, half their offensive line. Like I don't know, I just I think their offense is going to take some time to get back to where it was last year. And what I, everything I've read about Bama is their defense is going to be like like 2012 yeah, Bama they're defense. They're going to be dirty. They are going to be insane on defense. So I get Derek King, Miami, sure, whatever. I think Bama's defense is going to shut them down, and I don't really trust the Bama offense to score that much. So give me the under of 61 and a half. For Bama, Miami, in the warm-up act in Atlanta. Bert, what you got? I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit. From personal experience last year, Bryce Young was an absolute live line killer. Mm-hmm. Every time he had a chance, it would, it would be fourth and goal. Incomplete pass. Absolutely murders the line. I don't trust him whatsoever. However, I've got to go with my go-to bet, and that is Nick Saban first quarter. So I'm taking Bama first quarter. I believe it's six and a half right now. I'm pretty sure they were 10 and 0 on the first half bets last year, like just first half. Not first half only. First half, they covered every single game last year in the first half. Listen, they're the most prepared team of all time, Absolutely. always. So I think first quarter they do what they need to do. I did read something the other day that uh, this wide receiver class for Bama is faster from a 40 time than the Jalen Waddle, uh, Devonte Smith. Jerry Judy class. That absolutely terrifies me. I think it's going to terrify the Miami defense. I think Miami might cover here. I'm not going to bet it. Miami's a spot. Derrick King's not going to give up. He loves his stats. He loves himself. But uh, give me Bama first quarter. I'll think about the real game a little later. Yeah. Same thing with the Ohio State game. Don't think too much. It's Alabama. They're going to fucking cover. Yeah, they they've they do covered. It every they, time. They've covered the first the first game of the year for the past ten years. Have covered. <laughs> That's insane. It's, it's insane. And yeah. and also like a couple notes from Miami. Yes, they did go eight and three, 
However, they did have a couple fluky wins, whatever, and then also got absolutely blown out by UNC and Clemson. And if you're, if, if UNC is going to blow out Miami, I sure as hell know that Bama will. So I'm going to take Bama plus 19, and I'll also jump on, on that first quarter bet as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bama, if you just first half, first quarter, full game, I cannot ever blame you. Like, it's it's so much of a lock. It's kind of ridiculous. But I don't know. I, I just don't, I want to see it with some of these offensive players for Bama first. I'm just going to take the under because I know that saving defense is going to be salty if he has any sort of worry about the offense. So we're, we're well, all kind well, of thinking the yeah, same well, I, thing. Yeah, I like, well, I like if I would not put any money on the uh, on Miami, no, but I, no. I, I'm, I'm fine with you taking the yes, total. Like, I wanted to take Miami, but I was like, I, that's If you're taking Miami, you're, be, you're trying to be cute. Exactly. That's way too cute. Football so, like, isn't about being cute. No, it's about shoving it down the other team's throat. So. Next game, we got uh, ULL at Texas, minus eight and a half. Total is at, I can't be right, eight and a half. Uh, that's, probably and 50, half. that's probably 58 and a half there. Uh, <laughs> Bert, what, what, you, what, what you like here? First off, I think back to last year, ULL goes to Iowa State, another Big 12 opponent, well-coached Big 12 opponent, yep. with the shocker of the season yep. week one. Eight and a half points, I think, is a lot. I'm trying to think in my Arkansas, my dumb Arkansas brain, what would be best for the Hogs going into week two? Are we thinking uh, Texas barely wins, a Texas loss? I don't know. I think, nevertheless, Louisiana Lafayette covers. I think eight and a half is just a little too much. Billy Napier, the next Ole Miss head coach, is going to bring it. He's going to be prepared. Texas, I don't know. The Sarkeesian didn't seem very confident about his quarterbacks. It's a classic uh, Texas is not back situation. I don't think they're back. I don't think they will ever be back. They will not be back next week. We'll talk about that later. Give me Louisiana Lafayette plus eight and a half. Yeah, this game back is man. hard for me to read. Um, everyone brings up the Iowa State game from last year, but like you know, they've shown Texas that a billion times. Texas probably watched that game, you know, every day, every week for the past, you know. Three months, so they're going to be ready for it. They're going to—they're not going to be like waltzing in there thinking, "Oh, this is just a, a directional school in Louisiana that we're just going to steamroll." No, they're going to be ready for this. Also, a little nugget about that—that that upset over Iowa State last year. They returned a kickoff and a punt for a touchdown last year. Mm. They only had 275 yards on offense, so they didn't. I mean, they Special had. Teams. Yeah, they took two. They had two turnovers. They was plus two in the turnover margin. I get that. That's all part of the game, and they kind of ended up blowing them out. But nonetheless, I'm going back to this. I'm, I'm, I'm on a lot of unders so far. It's kind of scaring me. Going to the under here, Texas starting a freshman quarterback with a new coaching staff. Going to take some time to acclimate. ULL's defense is super solid. Only allowed 14 points to Iowa State last year. Their defense has been great. And like I said, that's a little bit of an anomaly last year with the ULL offense scoring in the 30s against Iowa State. Two special teams touchdowns, two turnovers that gave them short fields, only 275 yards of offense. I'm going under 58 here. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, kind of close game. Um, well, so, I don't know. I was kind of looking at this line, just trying to figure out what's going on. Watch a little bit of a movement. It's opened up at 16.5 points. Uh, Ooh, and, and, mo- and so it's moved down eight points. It's the which, most dramatic line movement of week one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if that, that, that just, to me, sends red flags All immediately. And so, and so, so basically, you're telling me I can get uh, Texas at a, I guess, extra eight points at and a, if, yeah, from when it opened up at a fifty percent discount. Yeah, yeah, I will do that every single time. 
You know, I, I think uh, Sarkeesian's going to come in there. He's going to come in drunk, hot, just getting the boys fired up. Yeah. And he's going to want to make a statement. And I think he's going to want to kick their dicks in. So I'm going to take Texas minus the eight and a half. Sark does have some Lane Kiffin vibes that I that I kind of love. I just don't know. Like, Texas is just such a weird place. Like, good coaches have been there before, and I don't know if it'll work out. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think I could bet ULL. No, like, like, how – like, they literally did the same thing last year that you would be trying to predict this year. So, like, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 does lightning strike twice? Like, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, but, no. So if I, I had to bet, but I'm going to go with the under here. Just got to think both teams are going to be very prepared for each other with how big of a game is going to be for both sides. I, be, I bet you Texas ends up – you know what? Screw the 8.5. I'm going to take the minus 16.5. Oh. We're, we're going to win by that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, yeah. Hey, how about this? How about this? Uh, Bert – Bert, you got uh, you got the eight and a half. You got plus eight and a half. Boomer, you got plus minus sixteen and a half. Are you in the middle? I'm right there in that juicy middle. I'm right there in that absolute juicy middle. Uh, I don't know, y'all. I'm kind of at a disadvantage here. Loser uh, dog kennel bet next week has to record the first segment from a dog kennel next week. Shake hands. Fair enough. Interesting. <laughs> it's very bad for me. I only have an eight point win margin here. I'm the, most uh, likely going to end up. I, in the I, hey, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it there. But I like that. The, I like, uh, like that. That's a, that's a pleaser. That's what we call a pleaser. Yeah, no, there, it's Jeffrey. a nice little pleaser. Uh, you learn something to, for your I might try. I might try to find something to please that with so we can do it. Uh, we can both please her. Yeah, we're going to ride a symbian in the dog kennel. <laughs> All right, so next game in Charlotte. Probably the biggest game of the weekend we here. Yeah, this, this, is, this is a big. Two Titans going after it. We got Georgia versus Clemson. Clemson's minus three. Totals at 50 and a half. Bagman, who do you like here? Yeah, this is the first time that um, two top five teams have played in the opening week since 2017. Only the 10th time ever. Fun fact really? there. Yes, fun fact there. Uh, I am on the Clemson Tigers giving up three here. I actually bought it down to two and a half. It, was, um, it would only cost me a little bit there, so I bought it down to buy the hook. I think it's going to be a very close game. I almost just took the points because I think it's a, kind of a toss-up. But Georgia's very banged up. They're so injured right now. George Pickens, their best wide receiver, towards ACL and spring ball, out. The uh, Eric Gilbert, the uh, LSU tight end transfer, Still has some weird personal issues, out. Darnell Washington, their stud tight end, five-star recruit from Vegas, out. They don't have any weapons for JT Daniels to throw the ball to. And I think they're talent-wise... Super similar. I just think Clemson's going to end up having more weapons on offense. I love the the quarterback for Clemson. Uh, he looked great against Notre Dame last year. I think he's dynamic. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a coin toss game. I would like to take just the points. But all the injuries that have happened recently, I'm going Clemson. They've been there. They've done that. Georgia still needs to prove it to me. I'll take the favorite here. Bert? Yeah, this is one of those games I had to think long and hard about. Still not committed to one certain side, but it's one of those you watch you have to put money on. Oh, you yeah. got to have some game, type of emotional, this will financial be, investment. There's no way this won't be the most bet on game this week, right? Oh, it has to be. I don't know what else. Maybe LSU-UCLA with it being out in L.A., maybe that would draw a bunch of bets. I don't know. This has to be the most bet on game. My initial thought is the uh, Kirby Smart big game guy. I don't think he can do it. No. They say that this is uh, Clemson's best defense maybe ever. Oh. So I'll take that. A lot of returners. I know they did lose a linebacker to LSU. But uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Clemson here, take the points. 
I didn't read what the money line is. If it's a little low, I it's might just, take that. It's That's just like a safe. A it's just a safe. You know, it's it's like buying an Apple stock. Like you could sprinkle on like a freaking penny stock with Georgia, and they're they're better than that. But you know what I'm saying? Like they've they've never been there. You've never really shown it. I've seen it with Clemson. Yeah. Are you still on that same train? No, I mean. Are you telling me I'm going to bet against a quarterback This nickname is Big Cinco? <laughs> Hell no. Not. No, no. I will not do that um, I mean, for, for several reasons. One, I think this there's a lot more pressure on Georgia in this game than there is Clemson. Clemson going to lose this game. It could be a close game, whatever. And then they go win the ACC. No big deal. Be in the playoffs. However, for UGA, this, this means a lot, a lot to them. A lot of pressure. Uh, I, I'm not really confident in their quarterback, or, and I'm just not confident in their offense in general. Uh, but instead, instead of just taking Clemson, I think I'm going to take the team total. So I'm doing some quick math here. So I believe that should be at 28 and a half points. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to take Clemson over 28 and a half points. That's spicy. Uh, I like that. for the game. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, like Clemson loses, they still just run the table in the ACC and make the playoff. Georgia loses, like, sure, they could technically run the table, but it, their table's a lot harder to run than Clemson. So well, like, yeah, and then you have to go play in the, the SEC championships against Ole Miss. Yeah, the pressure's way, like, Clemson too, could look Pressure goes the wrong way here. Pressure gets to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, way, there's way too much pressure. I'm not saying the pressure's going to bring the best out of them. No, no. Like, JT Daniels is going to feel that pressure and look out to his to his receiving core, see who's everyone not injured who's not there, and just, like, Basically, give up on the spot. So I, I mean, I, I just think offensively, Clemson has shown that they they are they are always going to be an elite offense. Yes. However, in Georgia, their defense at times, yes, yes, elite. However, when we see these elite offense or defenses go against these elite offenses, who normally wins out? Yeah, the offense. The offense. And, and last so, time we saw Clemson's defense, they gave up 49 points to Ohio State. They're probably going to be wanting to prove themselves on national television against the top five teams. So we're, I don't know, we're all on the same side here. I had to met, do some quick check here to make sure we weren't being some like Joe Publix. 54% of bets on Georgia. So I think we're safe there. We're, like just, we're, we just, we're just big brains over here. So yeah, I think that's, that's almost weird to me that, that most little, of the money is on. Uh, they just taking the taking the underdog in a coin. Yeah, play, yeah, they, the they, they know it's SEC gonna, team. It's going to be a close. I, I think it'll be a, a touchdown game. Yeah, it'll be close, but I, I just like Clemson here. All right, take us into our next one. All right, so next we got Notre Dame at uh, Florida State. Florida State catching seven and a half. Totals at 55 and a half. Bagman. What do you like? Sunday night special. Yeah, I don't understand why this line is so low. Notre Dame was in the like were they in the playoffs last year? No, they, I don't think they were. Mm. Whatever. They were they were on the they played Are they, they ever really in the playoffs? No, but they're they are a very they're like a, their roster is one of the most more talented rosters in college football. I get they're always a quarterback short or like a pass rush. I don't know. They're always a player short to get over the hump, but like no one ever gets over the hump of Ohio State, of Clemson, of Bama. So like they're just right there on right beneath that. Florida State was ass last year. They were absolutely trash all season last year. Mike Norvell in his second season, they got Mackenzie Milton coming off like one of the worst knee breaks I've ever seen. I hope he's okay and I hope he can play and I hope he can be effective. But like color me shocked if I don't if I don't see Notre Dame just blowing Florida State out here. It's a seven and a half point spread. The money's been more on Florida State than it's been on Notre Dame, which shows why it's dropped down three points from when it opened at ten and a half. I love Notre Dame. Load me up with the talent, with a full roster, with a coach that's been there for forever instead of a, a rookie guy still trying to find his feet. Boomer, what you think? Um, I, I, I agree with you here. I, which 
God, this is scary how many freaking favorites I'm taking right now, but got to go with my gut. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. And, and not really that I believe in Notre Dame, but this is more of a fade, uh, fade FSU. Uh, so I'm just I, – I, I didn't even look up anything in this game. I just saw the line. I said fade them immediately. Yeah, I mean, they, they were bad last it's year. It's a 10- to 14-point game. Absolutely. Easy. I mean, maybe – this is one of those wonky lines. I don't know how the line came but out. But Notre Dame number. can be freaking weird sometimes. Like, they can look good one year. They're bringing and, in a new quarterback, too. So, I don't know. I don't know much about him, but I just know that roster's going to be way more talented. So, I'm, I'm riding with – Bert, you got anything on this one? You know, it, it's basically still an ACC game, yeah. almost. Yeah. And I'll, maybe Mike Norvell can figure it out at Florida State. I don't think he's going to do it game one of year two. I want to say thank you to the public and thank you to Vegas for giving us these three extra points. I'm taking Notre Dame minus seven and a half as well. Mackenzie Milton, he's going to be very scared that anybody's going to hit him. Give me Notre Dame. Not a believer in Mike Norvell yet, especially with all those skeletons in his closet. I mean, Notre Dame lost. Their, I'm just looking at their last five games. They they beat Duke to end the season, but their, the three games before that, they lost by 16 to NC State. They lost by 31 to Pitt, and they lost by... 28 to Louisville. These are Florida State or Notre Dame? Florida State. Florida State's last three games yeah, last year. So that's dog shit. That's dog. Like, I, I don't know. This seems a little wonky. Maybe Notre Dame's quarterback isn't very good. But yeah, I, we're all on the same side again. But, hey, I don't know how you bet Florida State here. But public is. So we'll see on Sunday night. Boomer, what's our last game of the week? Last one. The big game of the weekend. We got Ole Miss versus Louisville in Atlanta. Uh, Bagman and myself will be there in attendance. You, you might see a shirtless in this crowd just Hyping cheering on the up. Rebs. Uh, so Ole Miss is minus 10.5, which has moved up from – opened up in 7.5, so it's, it's moved towards Louisville a little bit here. Total is at 75.5. Uh, Bagman, preach it, brother. I've got two bets in this game, and they're going to sound like some homer picks, but I've got some true rationalizations for why I did this. So I have Ole Miss minus 10.5. I bought it actually down to 10. I'm, I'm going to hit that football number. Give me it at 10 over 75.5. My thought process here. Now, listen, hear me out here, Boomer. As an Ole Miss fan, you've probably heard a lot of Ole Miss, read a lot about Ole Miss this offseason. If I know one thing about this Ole Miss football team, we will score points. A Correct. shit ton of points. I don't know. Like I could see us anywhere from 40 to 60 Points. Anything, honestly, less than 40, and I'm going to be a little shocked. So, I'm taking Ole Miss, but I'm also taking the over. So, I know, I know Ole Miss will score that many points. The only one thing I don't know is how many points Louisville will score. Louisville could also maybe score 45 points against this Ole Miss defense. I, I don't know. They say they're better. I don't know. So, if Ole Miss does, I know Ole Miss will score at least 45 points. They could still hit that over and cover the spread. The only way they don't cover the spread is if Louisville keeps up with them scoring-wise, in which the over will also hit. There, there's no way they both lose single-handedly because Ole Miss will score so many Crowd damn points. Hurt. Don't you? Don't even speak that. <laughs> oh into my God! What? Don't you God even what? dare speak that into existence? That's blasphemous. Before the game season's even started, but you you catch my line of thinking here that in your mind, guaranteed push. They're guaranteed push. No, not even in my mind. Guaranteed push. Potentially win both. So those are my two bets for this game. Bert, outside perspective, let me hear what you got. Definitely look out for Boomer and Bagman shirtless. I'm sure y'all have seen a picture of me shirtless in Vegas. It has been circling the internet for the past <laughs> 10 years. I don't know too much about this game. 
I kind of want to go with the over, or I mean the under. 75 and a half is a lot of points. That means that, like, for 75 to hit, Louisville's going to have to score. That is Louisville's touchdown, score. touchdown. T- I mean, there are so many touchdowns. And I know Lane wants touchdown, 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 too. But We run the ball, though. I, that exactly what I was about to say. You know, I think Jaron Ely, one of the most underrated players in the SEC, if not the country, I think they're going to want to feed him and control the clock when they need to. It is SEC ball against a weak ACC opponent. I'm taking the under. I liked it when it initially opened at, what, seven, maybe seven six, so it's moved up a little bit. A little bit. Um, I would have taken maybe that seven. Ten is a little wonky. I think Ole Miss misses a, you know, a 25-yard field goal that hits the uprights maybe once or twice. That kind of fucks with the line. But uh, give me the under. I'm too scared about that line. You're a complete fool if you think we're going to be kicking field goals. Yeah. We're going to be Whoa. scoring only only tutties. Score from far. Uh, now, fr- fr- from the reports I've heard from camp, Corral looks as good as Swag Kelly in his prime. Mm-hmm. He 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 is dialed in. We're also returning, I mean, number one uh, rushing offense in the SEC. Apparently, I mean, Ely, of course, and then Parrish, some days apparently looks as good as Ely. So, I, I think we're going to run the ball down their throat mm-hmm. and then hit a couple bombs too. So so what I like here, I like I like Ole Miss minus ten and a half. And then this is one, this is my lock of the week. Louisville which granted this is not official. This is me doing some quick math. Louisville team total under thirty two and a half. Wow. Ole Miss's defense is going to be it's gonna surprise a lot of people. We're gonna be a lot better which granted's Hard to be worse. We were 112th uh, last year out of 120 teams. I think we're going to have an okay SEC defense, and I, I think we'll probably give up 28 points. And you know what? I'm also going to go with the over. The team, the the game over. 75 and a half. Wait, over this wait, game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why would you over. just take the Ole Miss team total over instead of the game over if you're going Louisville under? Why not? Why not? <laughs> no. no, we're going to change you. I mean, I kind of want the we're, Ole Miss team total. We may not let Boomer do that. What would the Ole Miss team total over be with this? 43? Uh, it, no. 43? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, actually, okay, yeah. Cancel that. So I'll take Louisville under, Ole Miss over, and Ole Miss mi- minus 10 and a half. So you think it's going to be a route? Yes, yes. This will be this. This is something I'll tell my kids about when we just beat the living fuck out of Louisville. Uh, I, 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 have, I have a co- I have a cousin that goes there, and he says that they are not a good football team. Ooh. Zero faith in them. However, also to my cousins out there, do not bet on this game. Every time they bet on Ole Miss, we've lost. Oh, so Lord. so please, no money on Ole Miss. But not no, even under the table. No, I'm confident in the Rebs. I think we're going to have a great season. All right. Well, that's is, the, uh, the, that is the biggest game of the week, but it's also the last game of the week. Bert, got anything else for us? Uh, one thing I will want to point out, it is classic message board season right now. Oh, Getting yeah. hyped about your team right before kickoff. Every team's bigger. Every team's yep. faster. Every team's stronger. Exactly. Everybody looks good in practice. Oh, Our yeah. backups. Oh, my gosh. Look at this true freshman that busted – a 65-yard run in the scrimmage. It's electric. I love message board season, but you know what? I no, got it. We got to know how our teams look. Yep. You know, week one, it's kind of tough. It's the toughest week. Everyone, to bet. everyone's undefeated. Everyone's undefeated. Well, uh, Scott Frost, not 
undefeated. But every normal team is undefeated. I will like to say Bert is 1-0. Bert is 1-0. Bert is is very much undefeated. uh, Allegedly, Scott Frost had no idea what defense Bert was running. Brilliant. That he had to cut the playbook in half. (laughs) All right, so that's the full slate. The biggest game is also the last game of the weekend, not just the last game on our card. So we're going to rattle through a couple. Let's just each give – I'm just going to go first and just rattle off a couple absolute – Locks that maybe aren't the biggest games of the week, but are still complete and utter mortal locks. Give me Virginia Tech. This is the fade the public game of the week. Virginia Tech plus six. It might go up by Friday, so just give it a little bit of time. 75% of the bets, 88% of the money on North Carolina on Friday night. It's in Blacksburg. Talking about home stadiums that haven't been there for a while. That stadium is going to be insane on a Friday night to kick off the football season. They're catching six. That line hadn't moved at all, even with that much money on North Carolina. Fade the public game of the week. Give me Virginia Tech at home. Give me Kentucky, minus 31 against ULM. A little all you Ole Miss fans out there might not know this. ULM's offensive coordinator, Rich Rodriguez. ULM's quarterback, I forget his name, Rich Rodriguez's son. So that is a recipe for complete and utter disaster. I might just take the under in that game, too, just because there's no way that team scores. I don't know if Kentucky can even score 31 points, but either way, Fade ULM, team total under, whatever you can do to fade ULM there. They're going to be absolute and utter garbage. Give me Mississippi State, minus 23 against La Tech. Mississippi State, not great against good defenses. Mike Leach runs it up on bad defenses. They're going to score a million points and look pretty good in week one in year two of his system. Give me Missouri, minus 14.5 against Central Michigan. Central Michigan is absolute ass. Go look at their last like three or four games of last year. Gave up a billion points to their opponent teams. I like Eli Drinkwitz. I think he's a complete nerd, but he's a pretty decent football coach. Connor Bazelak coming back as the quarterback. I like him. They're going to roll up a million points and win by at least 14 and a half. So those are my mortal locks outside of what we've already given out. Boomer, you got anything for us outside of the ones we've given? I wasted all my loads on the picks that we've given so far, We gave boys. out some juicy ones. I'm dry. We I'm gave dry. out some juicy ones. <laughs> Bert, anything else? Yeah, I've got a first one I've got is San Jose State plus 14 over USC. San Jose State looked really good uh, last good. week. Nick Starkle in his eighth year. I don't know. I think he's wearing the Bieber shirt underneath his uh, shoulder pads again. He's in his eighth year, so he's basically um, <laughs> he's, he's ready to go. He's, he's seen a lot. He's 30. I have some PTSD from when San Jose State came under the lights in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Underlies at USC, not that much different. No one talks about that as much, that like Starkle went from the quarterback at Arkansas that lost to San Jose State to now the quarterback at San Jose State. The immediate next year. He had completed... It might be because people don't care. Ooh. No. He had nearly completed (laughs) more passes to San Jose State that game than he did to Arkansas football players. But hey... I think, you know, they, they, they have the same coach that they've had for uh, the past few years. He's pulled off some big wins. No, they've been good. I, I think they could do it. Um, so, well, Bert, do you, do you, are you going to sprinkle any on the money line there? What is that? At? I, I, I would like to, but it's I'm, right. I'm taking plus 14. It's one of those bets that if I win, I look good. If I uh, lose, see, I, I look like, like, like a total Ofa. idiot. I feel like that's either a money line or just take USC. I feel plus, like they're either going to win no, or, and, they're and, not or, gonna or sprinkle money line, don't tell anyone, and then tell everyone after you win. That, that yeah. could be a secret money line. That, it's plus 450. That's some Pullman style. That's right, um, around, the, yeah, that's right around the Arizona Pullman is. He, I, I will give him this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope he's doing well serving his, his pinch. But uh, he was the king of taking like, probably 
plus three fifty, plus four hundred. Liberty last year, oh, great they were, call. Yeah. It was, it was oh, that was an electric game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that your only one? No, my my other one. We're gonna go across the pond. We're going English football, but actually we're coming back across the pond because we're talking about USA soccer. Um, we play. We open up at nine oh five Central tomorrow night against El Salvador. Give me minus one and a half USA. I think it's plus one sixty. Hammer that. I think I'm gonna put all my units on that. Use all that money to bet on college football this weekend. All right. Uh, yeah, USA. Always bet on the troops without a question in your mind. <laughs> USA, USA. So that's all we got for week one, boys and girls. Also, sprinkle a little on Matt Corral to win the Heisman because that's a lock, and at least at the value it is. So spend your money wisely, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. I'm